Welcome to the Michelle and Lucy show. We're sola dietitians who are breaking out of the typical nutrition talk to have raw and honest conversations, hoping to inspire you to step into your most authentic and empowered self in mind, body, and soul. We hope every conversation leaves you feeling more connected to your truest self so that you can begin to embody the best version of you starting today. Welcome back to the Michelle and Lucy show. Wonderful listeners. Michelle and I are so excited to welcome a guest with us here today. Um, but before we jump into our awesome guest, Michelle and I want to let you know what we have in the works. Um, and then we'll get into the episode. Yes. Yay. Welcome back, everyone. We are so happy that you are here. If you're new here, welcome. And oh, you guys, you're in for such a treat today because the woman we have, well, I don't even want to like start that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just, uh, before we jump into it, um, we just want to quickly share what's going on um, in our neck of the woods. Me personally, I am right now in the middle of hosting the Women's Empowerment Webinar Series. It is to help you learn, connect, and grow to be your most authentic, soul-aligned self, and therefore lead a life that feels good. So if you haven't already checked it out, you can click the link in the show notes and join us, learn more about it. Hope to see you there. And that's all I got going on right now. Lucy, do you have anything you want to share? I have uh, something in the works. So if you want an opportunity to work with me, I'm going to be announcing it next week. I guess the week week when this airs, but um, it's a secret for now. But I do have individual tapping sessions currently happening. So if you want and you have ever wanted to explore tapping and you want like one-on-one support, you can sign up in the link in the comment section. Wait, the bio, you can sign up. Show Mm -hmm. notes, thank you. (laughs) You can sign up in the show notes and um, we can get you a session. So I'm excited to dive in to our conversation today because... Michelle, would you like to intro our lovely guest? Yes. And I'm so horrible because I should have, I should know this, but um, I'm thinking of the pronunciation of <laughs> Joe, your your last name. Is it Kaneki? Oh no, it's white now. Oh my God. Oh, she's a married <laughs> woman, folks. Done. That's like, so wait, easy. It's so simple. I didn't even. I'm I like, didn't let me even, let me spin around because it's I, on the back of my shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, we go back before Joe was a married woman. Um Yes. I forgot about that. COVID like blacked me out with a lot of things. (laughs) I literally still think we're in 2019. Um, Yes. But guys, we have a a friend, a colleague, someone in, you know, the entrepreneurial sphere, fellow dietitian, business coach now, also still dietitian. um, And also someone who I really call a friend, one of my first friends and expanders in um, the online business and coaching or the online business for nutrition coaching world, um, Joe, she is so incredible. Um, you guys are in for such a treat for just all of her her magic and her wisdom here today. Um, what she's done with her with her business and the women she's helped is truly so admirable. Like you will walk away. Like me and Lucy were just saying, mm-hmm. Joe, before you hopped on, like it is Capricorn season and it's like, we are ready. And we're just dropping this episode <laughs> with you, which is so in alignment with the energy right now of like the astrological world. Um, so you guys, if you need that umph, like Joe's, Joe's going to bring it, but no pressure, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. 
Hello. Anything, anything I missed that you want to add? No, no, that is amazing. Thank you for having me. And hello to all of the Michelle and Lucy Show podcast listeners. Um, I am so excited to be here as Michelle introed. I am Joe White, um, a registered dietitian turned business coach, although I still do nutrition coaching because there is a little piece of my heart um, that still is with my nutrition clientele. Um, and that is, of course, a passion of mine. Um, but over the past two and a half years now, I, I can't believe it's been two and a half years that I have been a business coach now um, and a mentor for other health and wellness professionals in the industry who want to make a lot of freaking money but do not want to lose themselves along the way, want to make it according to their values, according to their integrity, um, and really infuse these things into the way that they sell. And yeah, that's, uh, that's where I am now. Mm, ooh, thank you for sharing. So I have like a quick question off the bat, because I also met you when you were before you were a business coach. And uh, but I do remember you were actually like at the conference you're at, you gave a talk on social media. So you already were like vibing with like, the business mentorship before you even like, like took on that title. But did you know you always, always wanted to do business coaching? And did you ever think you'd coach people who were not like dietitians? So that's such mm -hmm. a good question. Um, did I ever see myself as doing um, business mentorship, I don't think I really saw myself doing it until I understood what it was. And then around 2019, um, 2019, uh, probably about the summer, that is when things started to shift, where I started to naturally step into that leadership role. And my friends around me, were coming to me for advice, me for guidance, me for support. And I loved giving it. And being in that leadership role, I kind of took them under my wing uh, pretty informally and helped kind of reroute what they were working on or giving them advice on things uh, to, to change things, to improve things, recommendations. And their businesses started to shift, their mindset started to shift, their personal brands started to shift. And that's when I said I'm onto something. And um, from there, kind of the rest is history where one inquiry would come in after the other. Um, and I've been so blessed to um, help, I think, it, it has to be at this point over a hundred health and wellness professionals that I've mentored now. And I can't even believe that I've, those words are coming out of my mouth. Um, but it's probably in and around a hundred, if not over a hundred by now. And um, with every single person that I've had the opportunity and privilege to help, um, it's been such a pleasure. And I really needed to sit with it and say, like, this is what I meant to be doing. Like my business that I had in the past kind of led me here. Um, and here is going to, of course, my business, my endeavors are going to evolve to the next season. Um, but just taking it day by day. Mm, I, I love, love that. that you share that. I, I want to ask, so for those of you guys listening who are into human design, um, Joe is a man, Jen, two, four. We just discovered <laughs> we that. Just so forward Because <laughs> that was super important. So I want to ask you there um, too, Joe, like when those inquiries started coming in, 
how did, I mean, obviously I'm going to assume here, like something must have felt right when you, like you must have felt even maybe despite fear, like, okay, like, Ooh, that like you were pulled towards helping them. Would you agree? Like, how would you describe that transitional period? Did you check in with yourself at all? Like, what was that like? So I remember that period very clearly because the increase started rolling in, in and around the time that I was trying to leave my full-time job. So Mm. I was at this crossroads where I was like, I cannot turn these increase away. Um, And there's a reason that they keep coming in. So if I would give some advice to someone over text or I would voice memo them, then another person would ask and another person would inquire. And I said, this nudge is more than just a nudge. This is like a push from the universe. So in that moment, of course, I questioned myself. Like, I feel like everyone at any point in time, especially with business evolution, there's those limiting beliefs that will um, rear their ugly head at any point in time. And so in that moment, I remember very clearly having some of these limiting beliefs. I checked in with um, a couple of my mentors at the time. And after having some conversation uh, conversations with a couple of my mentors at the time, I kind of took th- that advice that I was given, um, those recommendations that I were get- was given, and I made the executive decision that I want to help them. And Mm -hmm. I took a look at where I was and I took a look at the skills and the tools and the strategies that I had acquired at that point. And I said, I can pour these into other people. And there's a reason that people are coming to me for them. Um, And I always say there are enough clients to go around. And if we ever have a fear that that there's not, then we want to look inward, inward, not outward. So um, with that being said, I, I started to take these clients on. And seeing their success only added a whole other layer of validity to what I was doing. Mm, I love that. I remember this time for you (laughs) and it was super exciting. And, you know, I, I told you we might, we would get a little deep here, but, or maybe this isn't deep, but I, I remember I'll keep it as vague as possible that, you know, not everyone was in agreement that you were quote unquote ready to pivot. Um, Are you open to talking about that? Because I think there's so much value in, despite that you, you did and like, look at you now, it's almost like a nice (laughs) F you to like, almost like that. Can you talk into like the imposter syndrome of it all? Or if, if at all, or just like, you know, someone trying to say you're not ready and like doing doing it anyways. Cause when are you like actually even ever ready? Um, I don't know if you're open to, to speaking into that. I'm sure you probably. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I remember that moment. Um, it was, I believe it was spring 2019. Um, and at that point, um, my business was, um, I, it was, it was my own, de- I, I, I was going to say successful, but successful is um, arbitrary and, and it's a vague term. So everyone has their own definition around that. Um, but it was spring slash summer ish 2020. I was getting ready to, uh, leave my full-time job, kind of prepare for those next steps. Um, I had hit 
the the five figures in my nutrition coaching business. And of course, it's kind of like once we hit the um, five figure months, it's kind of like we it's this introduction to this club, the secretive club that's like, well, you can only get in if you're making 10K or higher. And it is this um, this unspoken just kind of um, a stigma around business growth. And so at that point, I remember I was sharing with um, a couple people in my life who I saw as role models, asking for advice, asking for kind of validation and, and saying like, what are those next steps? Like, what do, what do we do with these opportunities? Um, and I shared it with a, a few people. There were some who were, I'm not going to use the word unsupportive because I don't think it was unsupportive, but it was a, Hey Joe, you're kind of not ready. And, um, I will never forget that day. I remember it perfectly. I cried in my bedroom and I had half of the people in my life saying, go for it. If you can help other people, give yourself your own permission to pivot. Um, and the other half saying, stick it out. you have to hit this financial milestone until you can do business mm-hmm. coaching or you have to hit this many followers until you could help someone with social media? And I started to believe it. And I, st- and, and, and that's, and I remember that moment that was from summer 2019 to Q1 of 2020. And so I business coached for eight months and told nobody about it. My audience didn't know. My, my followers didn't know. My Facebook group didn't know. The only people that knew were the people that DM'd me behind the scenes and who I was coaching. And I had a roster at that point of about six to eight business clients. Nobody knew because I was letting the opinions of others uh, Mm. penetrate my own self-worth. And so at that point, I, this is now bring us to March, 2020 when shit hit the fan. Um, (laughs) And so I was in a very low point, um, very, very low point um, because my wedding was supposed, so So the world shut down on that Tuesday and my wedding was supposed to be that Friday. Mm -hmm. And, and so, um, in that moment, I had experienced this, um, this moment and period of time of grief. I didn't know what it was, but after chatting with a few of my clients and friends in the industry, they're like, Joe, that is what we'd call grief. And we don't associate grief, um, normally with the loss of an event, Um, but I had to make that association and that's exactly what it was. So after that period of time, I had this, this kind of low point and that just catapulted me into the next season and into the next evolution. And so after that happened, I was searching for kind of that instant gratification thereafter. So the two biggest things I did as soon as I came out of that grief is I started a house hunting and B, I announced to my audience that I was a business coach. And so I kind of had the nudge there that that's what propelled me into that because I was just kind of sitting in that phase of grief and um, I needed a change. Mm. Yeah, you said so, so many good things. Sorry, Lucy, I'm like <laughs> on top of it. Um, no, I love that. Can you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, first of all, to, to 
LOL circle back. I can't say that now without like laughing at myself (laughs) on that phrase, but I love that you so like vulnerably and openly shared that, you know, cause I, and you know, not to like remind you maybe of that difficulty, but what I think both Lucy and I value on this podcast is the transparency that like following what we call like the soul pull, which for you, I would say was, you know, leaning into business coaching, responding to that, what the universe was putting out and what really felt exciting for you from, from what you're saying, you were freaking good at it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, what we hi- like to highlight here from other empowered women is that it's not always easy. So that's kind of why I nudge you a little bit in that direction, because I remember Joe and like, it, I remember when you called me that day and I was freaking furious on your behalf. <laughs> Because I'm all about like, yeah, there's probably strategies and things we need to like, you know, ground ourselves. But I'm like, no, like don't let anything or anyone stop you. (laughs) And that really ticked me off for you. So, you know, I think that just sharing that, like, it's not always easy. And like what you did, maybe looking back in hindsight of like kind of keeping it under wraps for a little bit, because you as a human being, like it did get to you. So it didn't stop you, which I love, (laughs) but like you, you definitely like in a way, like hid part of your true self because you were like, you know, it's not going to stop me. So way to be resourceful of like doing Mm -hmm. it anyways, but like, but it is affecting me, uh, which I think is like so human. So I love that. Like, you know, you, you sharing that, I think just reminds other, like, to me, that that's the stuff that inspires me. I don't know about you guys, but like the people who were like, didn't have it perfectly, but like faced adversity and like figured out a way to still overcome it or do it. Um, because I think a lot of people hear about success in any area of life and they think like, oh, well it was easy for her. Like she did it like that. And it's like, no, it wasn't like there were hiccups and like some people, yes, believed in you and supported you. And that's amazing where other people didn't. And it's like, I hate to say it, but as humans, that's where we gravitate towards, right? It's not the 600 people who are like, you got it, girl. It's like the three who are like, you're not good enough yet. You're not there yet. Like sit down. And I don't know. I just, I wanted people to understand and hear that, that like, you don't just come to this version of yourself without facing the hashtag haters or just the, the inner struggle. Yeah. And, um, in the beginning of March, um, this was <laughs> the, the last vacation I, I went on, um, like pre pandemic last March, the beginning of March, I went on a, and I don't know if you remember this, Michelle, I went on a trip to Mexico and while I was there, I attended a session with a shaman and, um, we did, uh, crystals and card pulls and the card that I pulled was called the mask. And it said, what are you hiding? Um, what, what mask do you need to take off? And I was like, oh, first <laughs> off, I was like this card pull. And in that moment I got chills. I was like, Oh, okay. It's like, what mask do I have on? And what do I need to take off? This was and right then, before you revealed yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Or came out as a business coach. Yep. Um, and then uh, it's so funny because I feel like the the imposter feelings and the imposter syndrome mask came off and then the actual physical mask with COVID came on. So oh. it's like, <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. I remember looking at that and I still have the card to this day. That Double meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I, I, the last thing I'll, oh, sorry. 
Go ahead, Lucy. Oh, I was just going to ask, because I think it's interesting when we see like periods of time where we like maybe feel shame about something where like before you didn't want to tell anybody and you didn't tell anybody because it sounded like there's kind of like that shame story of like, can I do this? Or like, like Mm. there's some reason that you're hiding. And then you like really came out and openly shared. Like, do you remember like that switch? Like, because for me, like the way I think about it, about it is like, sometimes there's a moment where it's like, oh, I see now why it's worth it to take the mask off. Like, do you remember like what that motivation was or what that like moment was like in that shift? Yeah. So that was, um, mid May and, um, everybody always asks me, they're like, Joe, like where, where was that pivot in your social media? And I was like, it was May 13th. I was like, if you want to know, it was May 13th, 2020, go scroll back to my, (laughs) let's go back to my post and take a gander of that post. Um, I was sitting in the vulnerability hangover as soon as I pressed post. So I know exactly (laughs) what it was. And um, after that, what I started seeing was not just the support of the health and wellness dietitian entrepreneur community, but also the support of my current nutrition clientele. They were so excited. They were so happy. They were so supportive. And um, what a magical thing. Three of my nutrition clients moved over from my nutrition coaching program to my business coaching program saying, wow, I can't believe you're going to help other entrepreneurs start businesses. Uh, switch me over. Our nutrition has been great, but um, let's hop on the horse and and get this thing started. And three of my nutrition clients actually um, months thereafter moved into my business program. And when that happened, I said, what's there to be afraid of? It's Mm -hmm. the only thing we have to be afraid of is the opinions of others. And when we let that story go, then we're truly unstoppable. Um, and that's why I like one of my songs that I'm always playing in my, in my personal brand is unstoppable by Sia because yes. we, we're truly unstoppable. And the only thing that kind of stops us is the opinions and judgments of others. Um, and we have to decide to let that go. Mm, I love that. I love that. I- I also, <laughs> I know Lucy and I are like, I want to ask next. No, I want to ask next. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we miss this opportunity, um, you know, I just want to highlight, especially for me, like, I think this, um, and I think people listening to, like, you said something, um, I think really valuable, like, on this, you know, on your journey, like, a, a piece of what was birthed, um, like, the rise of the phoenix, if you will, to, like, your new phase um, was birthed out of a period, out of a valley, if you will, like a pe- like you said, you know, losing what you thought was supposed to be one of the best days of, with your wedding, and hitting such a, a deep low. Would it be fair to say, like that that period, from what I'm hearing, was propelled you into this into this next phase? Is that right? Yeah. And I think everything happens for a reason. And I know that there's so much controversy around that uh, phrase. Um, So I use it lightly. But with that being said, I um, remember that period of time. And I was um, in in March in celebration of my my for for the listeners, I ended up having my wedding. It, it just got moved a year from 2020 to 2021. So it did happen. We're all good. But um in that in that moment, I um had planned a couple um my big quote unquote moneymaker for the spring was supposed to be in celebration of my own wedding. 
I was having a program for brides. So this way they don't have to do the lose 50 pounds in 50 days or whatever it is. And they don't have to um, go into those fad diets and all of the things that they see to put themselves into a box for their wedding day. And so I had created this, this program that I was planning for months and months and months. And it was supposed to launch spring 2020 in celebration of my own wedding. Um, and then when weddings got canceled, I knew I said the sleighs wiped clean everything that I've been working on, everything that I've been working on for months, that program couldn't launch. I was not going to attract brides because weddings weren't happening. Mm -hmm. And so when I basically, it's, it's like taking this virtual whiteboard, writing every plan that you had and then taking an eraser and erasing it all. And when the slate was clean, I think that is that rise of that Phoenix. Like you said, where I was in this position where I'm like, now is the time. All my mm. plans that I had were wiped away. I'm starting <laughs> from scratch. So it's kind of that now or never moment. And, um, I feel like those now or never moments happen for everyone at any point in time. We just want to be very quick at recognizing them and leaning in and listening to our gut if it's telling us to move forward. Yeah, I love that. I think I just, I know, same, same. I think that that really just shows, like reminds, because another thing I feel like we want to always remind our listeners of is that like, you know, or maybe this is just me, Lucy, but I feel like you could agree. Um, like there's always, you know, there's beauty in the pain. There's, you know, there's, it's like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing like there. And, and I agree with you. I think depending on the, the circumstance, um, the phrase, everything happens for a reason. Some people might tell you to take a hike, but I, I know that what you mean, behind that. And I think when you can pick the perspective, if you will, of like an, a situation of, you know, an unfavorable situation, depending on how you choose to play that card. Like sometimes I say like, you can't always choose the cards that you're dealt, but you can choose how you play them. Like you can choose how to play your hand. And I, and I think that how you did that was exactly like a example of that. And, you know, even if you are in the quote unquote hole in any area of your life, it's like, like you just said, it could be a really awesome opportunity to just be like, Hey, I'm wiping this, uh, the slate clean. And like, I'm going to do really ultimately what you wanted to do anyways. And I think what was like on your heart, on your soul. And, you know, some people in the manifestation world kind of call that like, um, a quote unquote rock bottom, because if you don't act on it, right. Where you were hiding behind that mask, like the universe will be like, you're fired. You're broken up with your whatever. And it's like, holy shit, like on a human level, when in reality, in the bigger plan, it's like, no, like you weren't moving on what we wanted you to do. So here it is. And they destroy it for you. Um, which it kind of sounds like that was happening. That's exactly with what happened where it was like, the universe was like, Joe, what are you doing? Creating this whole new nutrition program? Nah, I don't think so. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's rearrange it to what it's supposed to be. And and it was it was that perfect timing, and and you're absolutely right. The the universe uh, had a hand in in uh, dealing me the cards that I needed to be dealt at that point in time, um, and I listened and and played them accordingly. Mm. Yes, and you've been playing them like a savage. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, too, like I'm curious, and I, I think this was for both of us. Um, 
and then Lucy, I'll pass you the mic, but what, like, what motivates you and what kind of keeps you going? Because we heard from a little birdie, what was it, um, Lucy, (laughs) that you don't really, not that you don't struggle with mindset, but like you have... What was it? I feel like now (laughs) I heard through the grapevine that you don't experience like imposter syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're kind of like, you know, we obviously know you have this confidence, but Mm -hmm. like, how do you like, what, like, we just want to know how, what is that grounded in? (laughs) What is that grounded in? There's like this part of you that like, to me from the outside, like, it's just like this unwavering faith in yourself. And maybe if it's, I don't know if that's how you would phrase it, but I feel like there's some sort of confidence and motivation that is grounded. And I have no idea what, but I want to yeah. know because I think like, you could trust. Really where we're going yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that is true. When I, my <laughs> limiting, my limiting beliefs in imposter syndrome were, I feel like we're at such a magnitude, such a magnitude for years. And there comes a point when we're like, we have been through the shit. We can get through whatever else is coming up. And here is a big one. So, so if, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, if you're a nutrition professional, <laughs> buckle up because this has been so key. And what that is, is whenever, when we take a look at like these limiting beliefs, when we take a look at this imposter syndrome, 99% of the time, it's coming from a sense of comparison, either a comparison to someone who was ahead of us or comparison to someone who started the same time as us. And we're like, oh my God, they started the same time as us. They're light years ahead of me, or um, they're so much further ahead Um, I should be there. And so we start comparing our own journey and overlapping it on top of theirs. And I did this. I did this so much. And I can speak on it because I know. And I remember um, that period of time when it was was loud. And and those voices were loud. um, And it was really hard to silence them. And so what I did is I said to myself, if there's something that triggers me, why is that little part of my brain going back for more? Because it loves the self-sabotage. So what I did is with every external thing that I came across, I said, does this inspire me or trigger me? And it's okay if something triggers you. It's, it could trigger jealousy. It could trigger envy, or it could trigger an insecurity that you have in yourself. And so what I did is everything that uh, triggered a part of me that wasn't facilitating my own growth, I removed. So I went on this um, muting spree, if you will. And um, I muted anyone who, and they, they could be a friend, they could be a colleague, um, they could be someone who I see as a role model, they could be someone who I look up to. But if I knew that it was a distraction of getting to that next level and, and growing into her, then I needed to remove that external force or whatever it was. So I muted everyone who um, I either was distracted by or triggered by. And then what started to happen is I would look at, I would go on social media and everyone that I would be scrolling would either be a friend of mine or a lead or a potential client. And so what ended up happening 
is I got so much further ahead, by the way, pause 1111, but I got so <laughs> much further ahead that, um, that I was able to, to cover more ground in less time. Mm. Mm. That's amazing. I feel like Michelle, I feel like you, you might have thoughts about this, but I think that's incredible. Cause I like, even when I think about like, and like someone on a parallel journey of like, like body image or healing the relationship with food. I feel like there's like an important step of like creating like boundaries that are protective and not even like protective and supportive for your growth and like on the journey that you want to be. Cause I love the wording you use, which it's like, it's a distraction from where you want to be going. And yeah, I think that's and, like amazing. Yeah. And, um, one thing that I also, um, and I mentioned this on another podcast and, it, and it's so <laughs> relevant to this conversation is when we get to the next level and the next level and the next level, the limiting beliefs and the imposter syndrome don't disappear. They change. So what I shared, um, a story that I shared with some of my clients and I shared on a couple other interviews is one limiting belief that I had is hiring um, a financial expert onto my team in my business. And I said, you know what's going to happen as soon as I hire someone to look at all the money, the money is going to go away. And so this was a big investment. My only real major investment that I have consistently in my business is a business mentor. And I never had another huge major investment. And I looked at the resistance around that. And the story that I was telling myself is if I bring on a team member, a CFO into the business, as soon as I bring them on, I'm not going to have money to pay them because now I have two big financial um, expenses and team members and, or I'm going to bring them on and then they're going to be like, oh, what happened here? And it's just a story we're telling ourselves. So it's not that the limiting beliefs um, don't entirely disappear, but my limiting beliefs are no longer around. Can I get to the next level or comparing? It's now... Um, should I hire a financial person in the business? Like it is like more of those other limiting beliefs that show up differently. Mm. Yeah. Big thing I'm hearing is like, and, and this, <laughs> um, one of my past mentors who I think you both know, Landon, um, who's awesome. Lauren Landon. He, I remember hearing that from him once it's like, oh no, but you don't actually, they don't actually ever go away. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, you just have to manage. <laughs> you know, it was like very at the early stages of like business. And I'm just like, oh, and it was just like this like light bulb moment. So to me, what I'm hearing, it's like, you've kind of perfected. I don't want to use the word perfect, but like you've um, got, I think you became a, a master in a sense in your own way of like limiting them. Like you're aware they're going to come up, you know what to do. Um, and then, you know, that's how you manage them is how you, what helps you succeed. And I think, I think Lucy was going to say, I have thoughts about the muting. Is that what yes, you were going to yeah, say? Yeah, that's exactly yes, it. Yes, like, tell me. I'm, tell I'm me. Thinking. Tell <laughs> However, me thinking. What are your thoughts on it? Well, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, there, you know, maybe that's part of my problem. But um, no, because I, I think Lucy and I have <laughs> talked about like, you know, getting curious about like, I think because sometimes we live in like that binary culture of like, can't, and I'm not saying that you were like canceling people, but it's like, nope, don't be triggered. Good vibes only, which like, I just feel like that other side and like exploration of, you know, why you're feeling this way or whatever is a chance to grow. So that's why sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't think we should mute everyone. However, um, that has changed it for me because 
what I noticed too, it's like sometimes growing and sometimes being exposed and triggered isn't always what's best for me. And I think that's exactly what you do. And like, you know, I, I talk about this, like with my clients, like, it's like that smoke, what I call like the diet culture smoke or like whatever, if you're working on your money mindset and you live with your parents who are super negative and you're like reprogramming those beliefs, you're in the smoke. It's really hard to do that. And I think it's some, it, eventually it's healthy to be around that and like not be as affected. I think that's my whole theory with like, we shouldn't have to like mute everyone or else like it were in denial in a sense. I think that's where I was coming from in the past. However, when you are like where you were, Joe, like in a place where you were up leveling and growing, like it's almost like you you have to, it's a healthy thing to do to put those boundaries for you to get ahead. Or like that person who's working on body image, it's like, it's almost like continuously putting your hand on the stove. If you're working on your body image and your self-talk and your feed is triggering you, it's like, you're never going to get, you know, to where you want to be, or you might, but it's going to be a long, arduous journey where it like, doesn't need to be. (laughs) And maybe that's part of my thing um, as we're talking, but like, you know, that stood out to me too. It's like when we're going decades now back, but like thinking on my own, like nutrition journey, body journey. Um, when I went to college, I removed myself from the smoke of my sister. And that's what, that was so therapeutic. And that was so pivotal in my journey. And I didn't realize that till reflection. So if you guys are following me here, I think that is similar in the sense, sometimes you really do have to remove the smoke. So when we're muting those people, you know, it's, it is a sign of like self-care for you to grow to the next level. Um, and then maybe one day you integrate it back in if you're down to do more work. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Which I, was apparently I love the hashtag work. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause I was like, were you ever able to ever go back and like unmute them or like revisit someone who potentially like who triggered you in the past? And like, cause I feel like when you get stable ground, then like, you can kind of look back and be like, Oh, I can see why, but now I'm not as triggered. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I remember I was like, Oh my gosh, what is this person up to? And then I was like, Oh my God, they're muted. And I was like, Oh, past version of me loved her. Mm. So glad I'm at this level now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I removed a lot of that, but, um, I, it's kind of the, um, the past version of me did it for myself in that moment. And over time, we need to do this less and less. And what happens, like now my limiting beliefs and impos- and limiting beliefs, that's what I'll call it, um, they might not come up with a com- comparison. They come up with other higher level things. And so um, no longer is that going to work. Now we need to do more inner work to find what's going to work at that level. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that is something that I have revisited. And once it clicks and it disappears. Oh, it is so freeing. It is so freeing to just, just kind of be a cheerleader for someone and not make it about ourselves. Mm, I love it. And that's like where the growth is. Like it feels so good. Cause I feel like the thing about being triggered is like, you can't lie to yourself. Like you can't tell yourself I'm not triggered. It's especially we're all man gens here. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's a feeling like it's either there or it's not. So like, there's nothing I feel like well, there's few things that are as rewarding as like something that once triggered you then turns into like either neutral or it's an inspiration or you just don't fucking care. Like it's indifferent. So that feeling is the best. Yeah. And everyone's been at that point at some time. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I just feel like it shows your inner growth and I don't know what I'm big takeaway and anyone who's like on, on my train, like, I feel like a huge takeaway of what you're saying, Joe, is like remove those unnecessary like 
thorns in your journey. Like I feel like your inner battle is enough. So like take away the distractions. And I, I love what you said. Cause like something so tactical that anyone can do it for any area that they want to up level in their life is like asking yourself, like, is this thing I'm constantly exposed to inspiring me or sabotaging me? I think is what you said. And it's like, if it's sabotaging, just take it away for now, <laughs> like throw it out. Like, don't see that Debbie Downer of a friend if you don't have to. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, that goes for in-person too. So if there is any in-person relationships or things that you're like, I'm sticking around because I love the, I love a challenge. I, you know, the self-sabotage is keeping me here. (laughs) So with those types of things too, just say like, how is this applicable in other areas? Mm. Yeah. I thought it was very powerful that you had the insight to say like, okay, this is triggering me a, but then B like, why am I going back for more? I think that's just like incredible levels of self-awareness. Yes. I feel like that's what made me like go on my like, tangent. So I apologize because <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, she's right. Like clearly. And I, I feel like Jen Sincero says that in her books too. It's like you're sabotaging behavior on some level. You're getting some satisfaction, whether it's like familiarity or like it's fulfilling something. And even though you're like, gosh, darn it. Like, why do I do this? Like, where something in us is like, oh, but I want this. And it's like, you almost have to decide, like, do you really want that? Like, so I love that. Like, I love that part as well. Um, Lucy, that's funny. So Joe, do you feel like, is that like a common block you see with your clients and people who like, cause we're here about like empowering women that like, I feel like business coaching in my mind, that means a lot of strategy. And I think, especially you are really great at that. And I feel like there's a lot of empowerment and like overcoming those limiting beliefs. Like, do you feel like that's like is that like the most common block that you see with your clients? I feel like everybody's um, starting point. So how I kind of like to describe that is if we think of a, a race, like a racetrack, and we have a starting line, everybody's starting line isn't at the same point. So it's not like person A lined up next to person B, next to person C, next to person D, because mindset money mindset, privilege, all come into play. So when we take a look at people starting their businesses or their health journeys, whatever is applicable for anyone listening, your starting point of your race isn't adjacent to the person next to you. And so that's what sometimes we fail to realize. We look and say, hey, we all started at the same time. Everybody's finances are different, debt, um, mindset, um, mental health, uh, privilege, all of these things come into play. And so really, if everybody is starting at the exact same place, then everyone probably would be at all the exact same roots. And what causes everyone to go in such different directions is because when we look to the right of us at the starting line, there's no one else there because no one else has had the same experiences as us. So everybody's starting point for their race is different. And that's why if we compare to somebody else, they might've started 2000 meters ahead of us. And so if we compare ourselves to them, we're doing ourselves a disservice. So whenever my clients who are entrepreneurs come to me and say, Joe, I'm having these limiting beliefs. I'm comparing to this person. I say to them, I say, you're doing yourself a disservice and you comparing yourself to them is unfair. And so I take a look at like all of these different factors that take into consideration. Mm, I love that analogy. I'm like a very visual person. So having that type of visual, and I think it's so true about like, we've like, 
often compare ourselves because it's so easy. Like when you have like an Instagram feed or wherever, and it's just like, oh, it looks like we can just compare each other like side by side. And it's really not the case is what I'm hearing, which is yeah. I believe so true. It reminds me too. Um, we had Brad Yates on here, um, which was awesome. And he like talked about, um, what did he call Like almost like a briefcase. And I feel like this has been on TikTok yeah. and stuff of like emotion, like just, you know, and some people's briefcase, briefcases, briefcases are, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, um, have like different things in there. So I just absolutely love that you remind everyone of that. So like, it's unfair, like, you know, to say like, oh, well, we graduated together. We did this, even like a sibling, you know, or a twin, for example, like to say you did the exact same, like are in the exact same place, like is really still at the end of the day, comparing apples to oranges. So it's like, again, put those blinders up, focus on you. Like, um, it's not even like worthwhile to like start beating yourself up or trying to like go tit for tat. Um, cause you don't know what's in someone's briefcase. So it's unfair to like, you know, say it's exactly the same because no two people or situations are exactly the same. Yes. And a big thing that I've learned from being a business coach <laughs> is the grass is not always greener with someone else. Like having my, my hands in um, over a hundred different businesses over the past two and a half years, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that is not pushed to the forefront because of course on Instagram, it's a highlight reel where we see and we perceive what we want to perceive, but really behind the curtain, and um, in the in the uh, behind the scenes of the business, there could be other things going on. So whenever I see the comparison happen, I'm all I always say, grass isn't always greener. We have no idea um, what we see other than what that person chooses to unveil. Mm-hmm. So true. That's so true. Because <laughs> <laughs> of course, why are we going to unveil the shed? We're going to unveil like the yeah. great stuff 90% of the time, right? Because so we want to be likable, appealing, attractive to um, our ideal client. And um, that's why vulnerability is important. It's Vulnerability is, a, is kind of a spectrum of how much we want to be vulnerable and how comfortable we are. Um, but I think it brings the realness back to um, having someone relate to you. Mm, totally. Uh, I love that you shared that. So just to be respectful of everyone's time, we have a couple questions that we like to ask all of our guests at the end. Michelle, do you want to lead us into these questions? I would love to. I'd love to ask Joe one more question that I feel like is around our two questions. Yeah. Um, if that's cool. I know we talked a lot about like all these different things, but I'm just curious, like in your like really turning inwards to you, what keeps you going like to run this empire? Like I'm going to call it an empire. It is. We all know, we all know you're on the seven figure track, but like even both like beyond the money and stuff, like what is your why? Like what really inspires you to like get up every day, do the work, help women, help yourself do your thing with the compare, like, you know, all like what inspires you? Oh, such a good question. So growing up, I always had the comparison syndrome where it's like everybody would have the new pair of shoes and I would have the ones from last year because they were still fine. And um, with, and 
bullying and comparison and other people having um, more either opportunities than myself or, um, or whatever, whatever it is. And I feel like from that, that overcoming all of these things early on and looking back at, I feel like whenever we, whenever we take a look at our why, it always is going to stem from doing it for a previous version of ourself. And so this also goes um, back to my husband where, um, and, and Lucy, you may not know this. So um, Justin and I have been together since we were 14. And so um, since we were young and, and we kind of grew up together in that moment, it was, I, it was a lot of, he was caring for me, providing for me, doing all of the things and being the quote unquote provider. And so to be able to kind of give back, as you could say, and kind of even the playing field and look at my business's growth with his support is it's so fulfilling. So yes, to help my clients. Yes, to see their success. Yes, because of the previous version of myself, but also because of like my dynamic in my marriage and our relationship over the years. Um, And it's such like a special thing, especially when you have a support system who has supported you And now it's like, hey, you've supported me when my business was a whole hell of a lot of nothing. Mm. And um, now to be able to grow (laughs) to that next level and next level and next level, it's saying like, hey, I now get to change. Like our lives are forever changed because of my business. Like we wouldn't have been able to do so many things if it wasn't for my business, but he believed in it. Mm. at the very beginning. And so one quick story that I have is when I was getting ready to quit my job, I, it was about a, it was about a month, month before I was giving my resignation letter in and, um, me and one of my, uh, good friends who is a dietitian, we, uh, I didn't have the guts to quit. She didn't have the guts to quit. I was in my job five, three years. She was in her job seven years. We didn't have the guts to quit. So we made a pact. We said on the same day at the same time, we're going to give our resignation letter in. And that's exactly what we did. And right before I did that, um, I was um, on vacation and I called Justin and I said, I called him, you know, after, you know, three, four drinks, whatever, called him hysterically crying, saying, if I quit my business, will you support that decision for me job, yeah. grow with uncertainty? Like I said, I don't have no idea where the business is headed and I can't tell you, but will you believe in it and take that uncertainty with me? And I think it was, I mean, you have a a crying person on the other end of the phone. (laughs) He was like, yeah, yep, yep. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. I'll do that. Whatever. Great. Whatever you need. Um, And he supported me before it actually was able to financially support us. And it's, it's such like a beautiful thing when someone sees the potential in us, even when we're questioning it ourselves. And I see the same thing to my clients. I see their potential in them before they're able to see it themselves. And that's why coaching, mentorship, support, networking, business besties, all of the things are so important. So I would say to circle circle back, Michelle, that's my why um, Mm. to go back to that. 
I love that. Thank you for sharing. And I love the, I love the, um, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, yes, there's strategy and there's like this, there's that. And I mean, you're the queen of strategy. I feel like when it comes to, to getting businesses off the ground and growing them. And also there's that feminine principle. I, I see it as always dualities of like the femininity of like having that support. You can't see it, but you could feel it. And like, that is what pushes people ahead. Right. Like, and, and it sounds to me like that's what really like you needed to keep going. Um, and now you're like giving back to your husband, you're giving back to your family and oof, like there is nothing like, I feel like more, um, rewarding than to, to give back to the people who supported you. Like you said, when, you know, here we are, it's, it's more of, I don't even know what we're doing. It's not quite yet a business, but it's 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 like, Hey, I'm, I'm posting recipes on Instagram. Uh, can I quit my job and and you be okay. And you, like, is that cool? Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. Like you have to go back to your why. Like if, if we didn't go back to our why, then we're, we're in it, we're in it for whatever we're in it for the money or in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. That's, I feel like we all know as entrepreneurs, um, and we always say, even with our clients with like health changes or any kind of change, like what is your why? Cause it's, it's not going to be, you know, just to make money or just to look good and lose weight. Like it has to, it has to hit you a little bit deeper. So mm-hmm. I love that. Um, thanks for hanging on with us for a little bit longer than intended. Um, but we'll wrap it up with the last, the last questions. Um, the first one we, <laughs> we ask our guests is, um, what is your alter ego name if you have one? And by this, we mean like to tap into that, that higher version of yourself. I don't know, Joe, you, you seem pretty good about like being on top of your shit, but like, um, for us and for others, we talk about like, sometimes if you don't believe in yourself, like we pretend as if we're that higher version. Yeah. Do you have a version of yourself like that? Okay. So I don't have a name. I do not have a name for my alter ego, but I will share with you my little trick is tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. So, um, I highly recommend, I, if for any business owner, any business owner starting a business, if you are the face of the brand, at least biannual, photo shoots, having brand photos of yourself where you are feeling yourself, you are um, just aesthetically dressed in clothes that aligns with the perception of how you want to be perceived, be, be perceived and what aligns with how you want to come across. And just a, a photo shoot in itself is such an empowering move to make in business. And so although I don't have an alter ego and um, a name for it, I do feel that whenever I feel like I need a little bit more channeling, I'll book a photo shoot. And mm-hmm. so now I have all of this um, this vault of these photos where I um, look in and, and feel my best and I have... Um, the vibe, the energy, the aesthetic of how I want to be perceived. And that is so important in business because when we're, it's kind of like when we're in these moments where we're dunning ourselves, we can tap into something like that. Um, so you might see them. It's it's something that I do often. I mean, today when I put up my to-do list, like I did not put up a, a, a picture of me, you know, 
rolling out of bed with my with my mm-hmm. cup of coffee I put up a picture from my photo shoot because I'm like let's get into this vibe let's get into this energy so I'm going mm. to pull a photo from a photo shoot um and that's what I think is my kind of little tricks of the trade um when it comes to who am I going to embody today what is what is that next level version and that next level version for me is how I show up when I get photographed and I have that like beautiful empowering experience I love that. We're still going to challenge you to come up with a name. <laughs> I feel I'll like get, Tony, Tony Marinucci. I'll yes, get back to you on that. <laughs> and I just want to quickly say like anyone, even outside of business, if you don't have a business, like girl, like go get your hair done, go get your nails done, like something like that. Get a photo shoot. I remember telling one of my clients, um, well, she actually is also a business coach, but hadn't, or, or an entrepreneur, but she just did a birthday, a birthday photo shoot to get her groove back. Like, and just like for shits and G's, like, I don't think she's using them for anything like for business related, but it just feels good to like, you show up your best self, hair, makeup done. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Like channeling your yeah. best version. And it's like, you have the intention behind it. You're like asking yourself, who do I want to show up as? Like, how do I, like, I feel like that's like a lot of the energy behind it too. Is just like being like, who do I want to be? How can I step into that? What does she look like? Yes. I love that. I guess last question here was, um, we like to ask our guests, what practice, um, if any, do you revert back to, to, to stay, um, connected to yourself to stay empowered. Um, if you have any kind of practice that you kind of check in with yourself, um, I know integrity is like a huge thing for you. So is there anything you do on like a regular basis, um, to stay empowered and connected? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I, um, and as you may know, I am the, um, the black sheep who does not do morning routines. I do not do evening routines. I do not do journaling. I am the, the woo adjacent where it's like, uh, it's like, I'll do, I'll do it halfway. And then it's like, well, oh, right over yeah. this line. And then that's too much. So, um, I don't do, I don't do routines. I don't do rituals. I don't do like journaling, meditation, anything like that. However, with that being said, everyone has something that, that grounds them. Everyone has something. So there's a couple things that I do. So one is, um, me and Justin like to go on walks, not for, for exercise or steps, but we go on walks to talk about things that's like on my mind, on his mind and phoneless. And I feel like 24 seven, are we connected to our phones? And really the only time that we get to not be connected to our phones, like even when we're eating dinner, like sometimes I'll have the plate here and scrolling on TikTok right next to it. Um, and, but going on walks phoneless just to, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I I don't go on, on, um, walks alone too often. Um, because there's foxes. Um, but that's, a, <laughs> that's like a, a, a different thing of why, but, um, just to, uh, just have these thought provoking conversations, be, be present without the phone and all of that. Um, and then another thing that I do is I always say to myself, I never want to stop learning because if I stop learning, then my clients are only getting this bandwidth from me. And eventually the longevity of a client staying with me is going to decrease because the bandwidth and new strategies and new mindset techniques and tools that I can provide them stays the same. 
So something that I do is every month I have a, a small budget for uh, professional development and I will just find something and invest in it and do something different because every experience I can then pour into my clients. So professional development, personal development, um, this might be buying an audiobook. This might be buying a class, um, but I do that very consistently. And then an actual practice is um, walks with not touching our phones. Mm, I love that. A phoneless walk sounds so nourishing. I don't know about you, Lucy. But yeah, like, so much. <laughs> that feels so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And I love the the second thing you said too. I feel like that's very healthy, man, Jen, as well. Keeping the novelty of there's that nice consistency. Um, that keeps you on your toes as a business coach and an empowered woman. And it also the novelty to like, Oh, it could be this, it could be that. I feel like it feels exciting as a mm-hmm. manifesting generator, but yeah. I agree. Well, thank you so much. This has just been so bountiful. <laughs> if we want to use that word, <laughs> bring us back to the Thanksgiving. Um, no, I don't know what else to, to call it. I think it's just been awesome. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you opening up, sharing your story more, um, you know, getting a little bit more raw with us here. We appreciate that. Um, Lucy, was there anything you wanted to add? I'm sorry that I just like took over. I just got no. so excited. Yeah, I get so excited. <laughs> you always share one or you ask great questions. No, I think this has been such a wonderful conversation, Joe. We just so appreciate you. And I very much appreciate you sharing your wisdom, your insights, your experience. I think it's just so powerful. And I love the way that you like phrase things. I just love the the point of view that you bring um, because it is really so powerful and we just appreciate you being here and connecting. It's yes. just been really lovely. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And please share, share with us and our listeners, where can they find you um, if they aren't already following you? Um, we'll hundred percent put it in the show notes as well, but please let us know. Yes. So I am in all the places, but mainly hang out on Instagram. That is my stomping grounds. So at the dot ambitious dot nutritionist. Um, and thank you so much for, for having me on. This has been so much fun. Thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you on another episode. Thank you for being here. We'll catch you next time. 